Hello, and welcome back to the Literally Just Me podcast. I am your host, Janae, here to talk TV. This time we're back with episode 211 of Instant Star, titled Mother's Little Helper. So this was a very, like, family relationship-oriented episode, which is very nice to have a break from anything romantic. And also this episode was just very, it was just very well done in, like, several different ways. So let's just get right into it. There is a very separate, incredibly separate, uh, A and B plot. So I'll start off with the A plot. Our first scene is June and Tommy. They're not at the studio, but they're in like an alley outside of the studio. And Sadie pulls up to uh, give Jude a ride home, I guess. And she sees the two of them like working closely together. Close as in physical close. And so she gives Jude like the silent treatment on the way home because obviously things with her and Tommy didn't end well. And she's maybe feeling a bit bitter about them working so closely and or like just being close again after she uh, dunked him in the hot tub. But they pull up to their house and they see a for sale sign out front, which completely surprises both of them. They didn't know that one of their parents was selling the house. We come to find out that it was their mom whose idea it was to sell. She says that she's just testing the market. Like she's just advertising the house as for sale to see what kind of offers would come in. And then maybe they would sell it. But this worries both Sadie and Jude. This was their childhood house. And there's obviously like a lot of things that have changed recently with the divorce and their mom dating their divorce lawyer named Don. It makes a few appearances in this episode. So their mom breaks this news, like, with Don in the house. And Sadie, in this scene, and really throughout the episode, and throughout most of the series, has been more of the understanding daughter. Like the, how do I say? She's the more reasonable and, like, level-headed one. And Jude's more of the one to, like, fly off the handle. So she's kind of, like, going off on both her mom and Don. She, Don says something to the effect of like, well, your mom, the house just feels really big for your mom. And Jude goes off like, you're not my dad. Don't talk to me. (laughs) Uh, Like, what are you even doing in my house? And I also appreciate the continuity here a lot because very slowly throughout the series, we've like built up the expectation. I don't think expectation is the right word. We've built up the knowledge that Jude has always had a closer relationship with her dad. Like, the scenes with Jude and her mom up to this point have been very, very slim and very minimal. Like, the time that Jude was nominated for that one award a few episodes back, there was a very quick, like, her mom, like, grabbed Jude and gave her, like, a very quick hug and it's like, oh, congratulations, as she was, like, darting out the door to go on a date with Don. Um, and as she was, like, giving her this quick hug, Jude makes his face like, oh, okay, that's it. Thanks. Bye. So we've really, the show has done a good job of like building us up to this point. Like I think part of the conflict with their mom selling the house, with Jude specifically, part of Jude's conflict is, yeah, she's mad about the house selling and like even more change coming into her life. But also she's just never really had a good relationship with her mom. And this is just one more negative thing in that like tumultuous relationship. So I like that kind of additional context 
of this episode, if that makes sense. And so also, (laughs) one more thing to the tumultuous relationship. So also, their mom and this divorce lawyer get engaged in this episode. And their mom, Victoria is her name. Victoria initially confides in Sadie with this information. Like, everything that Jude hears about, like, her mom's activities in this episode comes from Sadie. That's the type of, like, strange relationship they have, is that they just really don't talk. And so the two, Victoria and Don, they get engaged this episode. Also, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm like completely forgetting the other thing that's happening. So we have a scene like soon after uh, Sadie walked in on like June and Tommy being close. We have a scene where Sadie's in the mall, like dropping a ton of money on clothes, on jewelry, makeup, etc. And like some more continuity. Sadie in various ways, has, like, expressed one that she just, like, doesn't have a lot of money because she's a college student. Most college students don't. But also, like, resentment about, oh, Jude, she has so much and she makes so much. Like, back in the 70s party episode, Sadie didn't think she should have to pitch in for the cost of, like, uh, all the 70s decorations and the hot tub, etc. Because, again, she used the line that, like, you make so much more money than I do. Why am I like pitching in for these things? Um, but Jude's always been adamant about like, let's do the fair thing and split the cost if you want to also like enjoy this party. So we have that um, extra conflict in the episode. So there's one particular scene uh, of Jude and her mom like in conflict. So uh, like I said, we have the backdrop of their mom trying to sell the house. We get a scene where Jude comes downstairs. She has like a guitar and like a little suitcase. And Victoria, their mom, is like, what are you doing with that stuff? Where are you going? And Jude says like, oh, I'm just, I'm packing early. So you have less stuff to pack when we move. To which Victoria replies like, we're not moving yet. And Jude blows up like, yet, you said yet. (laughs) So we're going to move soon. So I'm just moving out. And they kind of go back and forth a little bit. And Jude says, like, I'm still here, you know, like, I exist. And her mom in, like, a, what's the word? Just, like, a very terse tone says, like, oh, I'm very aware that you exist. And this, like, brings Jude to tears. She storms out of uh, the house and just, like, takes off with her little suitcase. And then another thing we get, which was also very sweet. This was a very thoughtful episode. It just felt good to watch. So as Jude's storming out after this argument, she has her suitcase. She runs into Jamie and she just like speed walks past him to which he's like, hey, what's what's going on? Like, talk to me. And she's like very silent for a while. Eventually, she like breaks down and gives him a big hug, which he's like very accepting of. Um, and he's very reassuring to her, which is very sweet because like I've said, once they broke up, they got to a point where their relationship was fine but it was never like the best friendship or the closeness that it was in the last season. And so it was very nice of them to like reconcile, even though like Jude's life was kind of falling apart around her. And so Jude and Jamie, they both go to the rehearsal space. And again, they're just like hanging out there like old times. And Sadie comes in and she breaks the news that uh, Victoria and Don got engaged, to which Jude doesn't say anything. She's just she kind of rolls her eyes, but 
doesn't have a huge reaction to that. But I bring up this scene because, again, with the June Jamie cuteness, there's a scene where they're like holding hands. And it's in a platonic way, but again, it was just very sweet for them to be close again. It kind of like established the fact that they have one of those relationships where you can go a long time without seeing the other person, but it's still, um, there's always going to be that love there, even if there isn't, how do I say it? It's a relationship that can withstand a lot, I guess, is the gist of what I'm trying to say. So we get to a later scene where Ju, Jamie, and Sadie are, they're at some cafe and they're buying like coffee and mugs and Sadie still, (laughs) still out here on a spending spree says like, oh, let's get a espresso machine. And Ju's like, okay, whatever. She really doesn't want one, but it's like, okay, whatever, I guess. And so they get up to the register to check all this stuff out. Uh, Jude hands the clerk her credit card. The clerk does that thing where they're like on the phone with the credit card company. And then they take out the scissors <laughs> and they cut up the credit card. Which I don't know if that's a thing that's ever been done in real life. I feel like it's a practice that movies and TV invented. Because it very clearly shows you that like, oh, this person is broke. Like, if the card's cut up, they can't spend it, da-da-da. But I feel like there's no reason for any <laughs> for any store clerk to, like, intervene in that way. Like, they just have scissors up front to just cut up people's credit cards. I just feel like that was never a real thing. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe that to be true. But I could be very wrong. I just think it's uh, for TV practice. So Ju's card, <laughs> so Ju's card gets cut up. She has no clue why. Sadie has not, um, like, told Jude anything about all the spending, obviously, because it's not her money to spend, but also Jude hasn't, like, caught on to anything being wrong. But then also, in the backdrop of all this, so Victoria and Dawn had gotten engaged in, like, the middle of the episode, but then, a little later on, they actually get married? (laughs) So it's after the card gets declined Sadie starts feeling guilty and starts thinking of ways of like how she's going to tell June that she spent uh, a lot of her money. Um, So Sadie walks into a diner where Victoria and Dawn are and she notices that her mom's wearing white. There are like flowers on the table. She's putting two and two together that they just got married. And Victoria's like, yeah, we didn't really want to wait. Also, Dawn has like a job out in Italy soon. And so we're actually uh, flying to Italy tonight. (laughs) So sorry, bye, have fun. Uh, And all this is very shocking information. But again, Sadie, being the level-headed one of the family, uh, just offers her congratulations to the two of them. And there's another brief moment. It was quite a bit earlier in the episode. But Victoria was confiding in Sadie about how, like, her whole life, she had just been a mom. Like or most of her life, she had been a mom. She was confiding in her that she likes Dawn a lot, but also this post-mom life is very new and very different. Not that she doesn't like it, but she, I don't know, almost feels like guilty because being a mom and a wife was all that she knew. And now like her kids are nearly both at high school. Uh, Her husband cheated on her, so she's not a wife. (laughs) So she had a moment of kind of reflecting on that. It was one, like, nice and insightful, but two, I think it was also kind of, like, something for the viewer to see Victoria in a more positive light, because this whole episode, she is kind of 
she does snap at Jude, but Jude also does initiate some of the snapping. Given that we don't spend a lot of time with Victoria throughout the series, it could like lead someone to not uh, like sympathize with their situation, even though some of the actions she's taking, like not telling her daughters or her family at all that she's trying to sell the house, getting engaged and then married within a couple days, um, like all those actions maybe don't resonate with an average viewer, but giving her some of this like context was helpful to like see her as more of a human and not just like a monster who just makes rash decisions. So we fast forward a little bit. Jude's confiding uh, in her dad about the money thing because he is an accountant, but also like Jude just trusts him more than she trusts her mom. And so he's over at their house and they're like pulling credit card statements. They're like calling credit card company to find out what's going on. And Sadie rushes in and tells the both of them that uh, Victoria got married and is leaving for Italy. And Jude at this point begins to question that Victoria is the one who's been spending all of her money, which obviously add that to the list of things that strain the relationship. And Jude's incredibly unhappy at the idea that their mom spent, uh, I think it's $10,000 that um, was like past due. So Jude's obviously upset that their mom allegedly spent $10,000 and now is fleeing the country. Again, Jude has no idea that it's Sadie who's been running up debt in Jude's name. Ultimately, we get to a point where Sadie does tell Jude the truth. Um, she says, I've returned like as much as I could. I'm going to get a job as soon as I can. I'm sorry. She doesn't bring up the you make so much thing anymore, but she does. Sadie does um, like share that same sentiment with her dad when she finally breaks it to him. Uh, so for a while, Jude gives Sadie the silent treatment. But then at the very end of the episode... To wrap all this up, Jude says that their mom left a letter for Jude in the mailbox and that she hasn't read it and she's afraid about what it will say. The viewer doesn't learn what it says, but hopefully we like to think it was something uh, positive. That's everything for the A-plot. Oh, I forgot to add uh, towards the end of the episode, Sadie does get a part-time job at G Major. She gets a job as the receptionist at G Major. But yes, that is it for the A-plot, and now to transition gracefully into this chaotic B-plot. <laughs> so in this episode, uh, we learn that Tommy is going to start producing Jude again. So back when Jude pushed Tommy into the hot tub, uh, when she thought that he cheated on Sadie, they were obviously like not in a good place. They didn't have a good working relationship. Darius suggested that Quest do some of the producing. And so that went on for like a couple episodes, but now this episode we're back to having Tommy produce. So Speed finds this out. He's not happy. Um, he frames part of his unhappiness as like, oh, Quest would like make big sandwiches with us. <laughs> Speed doesn't like Tommy. That's like partly new information this episode, I guess. But also, um, there was a couple episodes back when Speed did walk in on him and Jude trapped in that, the dusty piano with couches room. <laughs> and so I think he suspects, maybe has always suspected that they have like some chemistry going on, obviously. 
Uh, so Speed's not a fan of Tommy. He's not happy that Tommy's going to be producing all of them again. So we get this scene of Speed and Kyle and Wally in the studio. And Speed has his back like turned to the, uh, like where the engineer and the producer would sit. He has his back turned to that. And on his guitar, he's playing like the generic blues riff. You know, the ones like dun, 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 dun. that one. <laughs> and he's singing like this little quick song about basically how he doesn't like Tommy, that he wishes Quest was producing them. Uh, and Tommy walks in on the song and is like, are you done here? Because like people actually need to work. So can you uh, clear out? And so he's like, yeah, whatever. Sure, man. Sorry. But then after Tommy leaves, uh, Speed turns to Kyle and Wally and says, no, like that guy has no sense of humor. Let's like teach him about having humor, which turns into them like trying to start a little prank war. And so their big idea is that Darius doesn't like it when people touch his stuff. So the three of them, Speed, Kyle, and Wally, they go into G major after hours and they move like some of Darius's furnishings, belongings into like Tommy's desk area. Darius sees this the next day and like kind of blows up at Tommy, but Tommy's like, no, 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 this is amateur hour. Like, you know me, you know, I'm good with pranks. Like my work is so much better than this. And he says like, this is obviously speeds doing, but then he proposes, Hey, I have another idea of how to get them back. He doesn't say anything about it. He just says that he has an idea. And so we come to the scene <laughs> in the middle of the episode. Uh, which is the resolution of this B-plot. So, <laughs> so Speed, Kyle, and Wally, they walk into G major. There's caution tape everywhere. There's uh, police officers. They're taking steps inside G major. Liam stops them. He says, no, no, no. Like, don't come any closer. Don't pass this line. <laughs> and you see, you see Tommy kick open a door with the <laughs> with the highest velocity possible he kicks open this door with like this police officer like restraining him and try to hold him back and tommy yells out i'm not going back to jail i'm not going back to jail <laughs> um and so also the camera uh for this scene is like a shaky camera like <laughs> they brought in an action sequence camera for this one scene. <laughs> it's just so chaotic. Uh, so Tommy's yelling, I'm not going back to jail. I'm not going back to jail. Camera pans over to Darius on the floor. He's in uh, a pool of blood uh, with like a chest wound, which obviously looks to be a gunshot. Borsha comes into the scene. She's crying. Uh, she's like, Tommy, how could you? And then slaps him in the face. Uh, <laughs> after tommy kicked down the door kyle and wally turned around and just got the fuck out of there <laughs> but then speed is like watching all this go down his head's like whipping back and forth and speed says dude you killed him and tommy's like yeah he came at me all crazy he said he said that i was stealing his stuff um we like struggled with a gun and then and tommy gets like really silent and his, tr his words trail off and he says um, Darius, what happened after that? And Darius, like, <laughs> he, like, lifts up off the floor, and he's like, you shot me. <laughs> <laughs> the whole scene was faked. No one got shot. 
It was a complete prank. <laughs> um, Tommy's idea of a retaliation prank was <laughs> a fake murder plot that the whole office was in on, that they brought fake police actors in on. <laughs> it was incredible. I remember back when the show uh, was on the end, the only thing that they had in like the uh, like the promo for this episode was just like Tommy kicking down the door and saying, I'm not going back to jail. <laughs> the promo mentioned nothing about what the A plot was. It was only this fake chaotic <laughs> prank. Oh my goodness. I imagine it like one of the writers on Instant Star was like retiring maybe or like going to another job. <laughs> at like a meeting they pitched like can i kill a character off and everyone else was like no god of course not it's like okay okay can i do a fake murder <laughs> and maybe everyone was like ah write it up and we'll see <laughs> and maybe it was so good that it made it into this episode <laughs> it's just the most out of nowhere prank idea <laughs> it was so confusing, but also very fantastic all at the same time. <laughs> and like I said, that's all there is to the B-plot. Like, after the prank is revealed and Speed's like, you gave me a heart attack, like, I was so scared. Tommy just goes up to him and is like, oh, well, maybe you just need a better sense of humor. Like, tying it back to how Speed said that Tommy didn't have a sense of humor and wasn't funny, etc. So that's how that gets resolved. <laughs> the end. Episode over. <laughs> Alright, with both plot synopses over, it's now time for the song and episode ratings. This episode's song was How Strong Do You Think I Am? It's, it's a solid bop. I enjoy it. I, I would certainly listen to it in, like, my free time on my own accord definitely not a favorite um but a solid good song i would give it a six out of ten and then the episode rating like i said there was a lot that i liked about this episode also i just liked how like refreshing it is like i said earlier i like a good family dynamic episode in a show where romance kind of always takes the lead and also, I like the continuity that they drew to, like, get us to this point. Like I said, the stuff with Jude and her mom's relationship, like, that's been kind of bubbling up, even since the last season, really. And I just like how it was handled, in that it kind of, it got a resolution, and it got payoff. I liked it a lot. I would definitely watch this episode over again. Very sincere, that's the word I think I've been searching for. It was a very sincere episode, and I like that a lot. So for me, the episode gets, I'll go 8 out of 10. So with a song rating of 6 out of 10 and an episode rating of 8 out of 10, episode 211 of Instant Star for me gets an average of 7 out of 10. I'll give this episode 7 out of 10 squinty frowns. <laughs> That's in honor of the name Speed gives Tommy when he says that he's, uh, not fun to be around and that he'd rather work with Quest. That's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. As usual, if 
you would like to get in touch with me, my contact information is in the episode description. Otherwise, I will see you all on the next one.